Welcome to Art Talk Live. I'm your host, Julia Noyes, from the Noyes Art Gallery. I'm interviewing artists for your listening pleasure. Haven't you ever wondered why artists do what they do or what inspires them? So here we are, live, to give you the inside scoop. Welcome to Art Talk Live. This is Lynette Fast in the studio for Noyes Art Gallery at 119 South 9th Street. We hope you'll stop by our website, noyesartgallery.com, and check out the art by the up to 125 artists that we have present in the gallery at all times. It's quite a place to view lots of different mediums, lots of styles, every... um, Everyone's approach is different to their art, and so you won't see anything that looks the same there. Please come by first or third Fridays for our special openings uh, hosted by our artists and also some guests. You can come into the gallery any Tuesday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. or stop by for one of our open house or openings where we're in the gallery until 9 p.m. every first and third Friday of the month. And don't forget, we do have our special event at the Sunken Gardens coming up September 14th. Our Moon River Art in the Garden celebration will happen from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. at the Sunken Gardens, 27th and Capitol Parkway. Don't forget, beautiful art, lots of uh, food, vendors, uh, dancers, music. It's free parking. The event is free, and you can see lots of art in the beautiful gardens. Alice Reed and Steve Nozzle shared with me that this um, event came to Steve actually when he was driving over the Platte River on the highway and he saw the moon shining down on the Platte River. And so you should listen to that interview with Steve and Alice uh, that is on the KZUM podcast list. With me in the studio today is Craig Adamic. He is a wood sculptor in our studio and creates a lot of uh, utilitarian wood, very fine quality crafted pieces, uh, some small cabinets with drawers or jewelry, um, beautiful wood blocks, um, uh, like cutting blocks. Uh, you really need to stop into the gallery and see his beautiful mixed wood uh, sculptural kinds of creations. I appreciate you joining me today, Craig. Thanks for having me, Lynette. Share with us the time when you first remembered thinking of yourself as an artist. Well, it probably goes back to maybe my high, early high school years. I always tinkered with drawing and uh, working with art or working with wood and uh, wood sort of took over. I dabbled a little bit before I was married and as my wife and I started our journey in life we uh, needed odds and ends and whether it be a tea tea bag box or a recipe box I sort of thought I could make that and it sort of blossomed from there. I can see some of my early works are kind of crude, but I can always have room for improvement. And now my wife says I'm too much of a perfectionist, but I like to uh, really share in the fine details. 
And your your work really emulates that. Even just to touch your work is a very sensual experience. Um, I can tell that perfection, even down to the point of finishing the wood, is very important to you. That's correct, yeah. Uh, like like you said, uh, I make several different types of of boxes, I guess. It's easy to make a four, four or six-sided box, but I like to elaborate on that, put fine detail into it, whether it be dovetail joints or inlays or sort of gotten into making uh, wooden hinges now, and that's quite a challenge. Uh, I've made uh, boxes for a lot of relation, whether it be uh, weddings or births, and um, I've made a cremation box for my niece. They, their dog had passed away, and they wanted a special box for their dog. Uh, made some wooden bracelets, which is always a challenge, some necklace pendants. Also do uh, custom frames for people who have pictures they want something a little special. Uh, ring boxes, like you said, cutting boards. And um, I've gotten into making some growth charts for kids that are six foot tall. So as the kid grows up, they can write on the side of the growth chart and mark his... Uh, growth in life. Mm-hmm. You do have quite a variety of products that you are able to create. And I have a feeling that people could just come to you with an idea or a need and you would have a very unique one-of-a-kind outcome for them. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to work with, work with individuals. And if they have a particular idea i like to pick their brain a little bit and see if it's all feasible and maybe i can elaborate on what they have envisioned and and we can collaborate and come up with, with something special that they would really like to have and commissions are a part of our work at Noya's art gallery uh, if you should like to talk to craig about a commission in this kind of a way uh, you could call the gallery at 402-475- 1061 and they would help arrange getting you in contact with Craig and uh, you know you could just visit with him like he said and and I think you would be ecstatic about what Craig produced for you if you would like to take a look at the work Craig is talking about right now he has a really nice selection of his work on our noise art gallery uh, artist page and so if you go to noiseartgallery.com and click on the associate artist tab you'll be able to find Craig's work there. Well Craig as you have um, just started to describe your work here I'm becoming curious about who you are and you know where you grew up and what led you into thinking so much about um, woods and is this your full-time career? Uh, no, I've. This is my dream to do when I retire, which is going to be about eleven months. Uh, I tinker in the garage. Winter time is the best time of year for for me to work on some of the things. Uh, I just have too many other hobbies. I enjoy fishing and help my wife with the yard work and stuff like that. But uh, I like to hole up in the garage in the cold of winter and get the wood st- stove going and and work out there. Um, I, my background is a, more or less a Nebraska boy. Been around uh, the Seward area probably all my most of my adult life. Um, had some 
lot of experiences with construction and I've picked up little tricks from the carpenters and the finished finished carpenters and I just enjoy their their dedication to making you know door frames or cabinets and stuff like that and it's always been a little niche in my life to learn more about woodworking I like to work with uh, the local woods if at all possible I get a lot of lumber from uh, river bottoms and guys have cleared out some shelter belts and stuff so I uh, tinker with the walnuts the ashes uh, pin oak trees mulberry which everybody thinks is kind of a trash tree but that is uh, got some amazing grain with it it when you uh, mill that down it's a, almost a yellow tone of a wood but as it uh, gets the ultraviolet rays it turns into a real pretty deep reddish brown color uh have worked with some um osage orange fence posts use those for parts of the inlay and that is an interesting very very hard wood uh catulpa is another tree that People don't think of much being uh, cabinetry wood, but it's got a real soft grayish brown color to it. So it's interesting what local woods we have around here that we kick around or don't think of being very pretty has really got some amazing grains and colors to them. I have uh, some wood that I've have set aside and been trying to figure out for three or four years just exactly how I'm going to use that burrow or that crotch pattern in it to make something that'll be very presentable. When you are, so you're out and you're finding this wood and I imagine like some big stockpile of wood in your, in your workshop area, uh, because that wood does have to age a little bit and before you can use it. Uh, What is it then that inspires you? Um, Is it the wood that, gets an idea going in your head or do you see something and then create from an idea tell us more about that whole creative process for you the wood dictates a lot of what i want to do with it if it's a a crotch pattern it kind of looks like a heart shape and there's various uh, rays of grain in there and so i try to use up as much of the woods beauty as I can. Uh, sometimes there's a split in the wood that it's hard to, it started to heal over and I can use uh, what they call butterflies and hold the wood together to keep it from cracking further but uh, I try to use it in a lid of a box or something that really stands out. Uh, there was a time period of time where everything was straight grained and not free wood and People have sort of gotten away from that. I like the woods' natural flaws and beauty. There's a lot of notches and knots and splits that give the wood a lot of character. They're kind of like human beings. No one is completely perfect. So you got to work with what you have. And it's amazing just the contrast of wood, like using a dark walnut with a maple butterfly in it, the dark against the white and... Using accent colors, I use some exotics, uh, reds and yellows, but uh, I like to stick mostly with the, the natural local local uh, woods. I use a 
hand rubbed oil finish and wax it down when I'm done, which gives it a nice natural uh, silky look to it. I'm not really into the varnish that's really bright and glossy, so I like the the natural part, and a lot of a lot of people do too. You know, speaking of the natural part of the wood, I see also that on some of your pieces you leave the raw edge. Yes, that's gotten to be quite a thing now, the raw edge finish to you on DYIs and other shows you've seen where they uh, make tabletops and they leave it at the natural edge, and that is really pretty on small boxes. I think I have one out of walnut that's really extensive raw edge all the way around the edges and the handle and everything. In fact, that piece was a piece of firewood that I uh, had laying on the bench. My my wife is very helpful. She brings in the firewood that thinks it has possibilities, so I have a lot of a lot of ideas laying there on the bench to go through yet. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh it doesn't have to be a store-bought and split piece of finished wood. I I start start right from the natural state. Mm-hmm. And if you take a look at Craig's work, you're going to see a very beautiful variety of styles, uh, elegant and simple, and all the way to um, a very kind of rustic cabin look. Uh, he's, he's really open to experimenting with a lot of different expression and different qualities uh, to meet a lot of different types of styles. He does also do uh, sculptural pieces that are, are not necessarily a box or you know a utilitarian type object and um, has some very interesting optical illusion sculptures along with uh, jewelry, as he mentioned, and very beautiful cutting boards. So then, Craig, I know that I see you in the gallery quite a bit. Do you have particular events and openings coming up or times when you know you're going to be in the gallery? Um, no, I just come down mm, once a month and try to rotate my stock and show different uh, ideas and products I have put out. I do have uh, a show once a year at my home in Seward that kind of got the local people and my friends uh, in and we we visit and have a good time and get to, get to know each other a little bit better. Is I know that I do see you at some of our uh, opening events, first or third Fridays. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was there for the first of the first uh, Friday in March, and I don't think I'm scheduled again this year. I just kind of listened to what uh, Julia. If she has an opening, then I try to fill in those spots. But there's nothing that is scheduled, right? Yeah. Well, it's always great to meet the artists. And so please stop in to Noise Art Gallery at 119 South 9th Street and take a look at Craig's wood materials. He has beautiful sculptures, boxes. And as he said, those... Um, pieces are created with the way the wood naturally has its flaws, and he sees those as beauty. And you will see that uh, very selective choice of the wood, and and he sees that as character in his pieces. Um, they are very aesthetical, and, and like I said earlier, all the way down to just the touch and sensitivity of the piece. Um, not only with your eyes will you enjoy it, but also with your hands. 
Don't forget that you can view um, all of our artists' work at noyesartgallery.com. I'd like to say that a lot of these pieces are one of a kind. You'll never find a particular piece of wood that will uh, look like like that again. I mean, it's it's one of a kind pieces, and uh, I I myself don't like repetition. So if I make one box, it'll probably be the end of it, unless I get a lot of people interested in. But I I like challenges and. The repetition part of it is—it just isn't me. So I uh, kind of steer away with making, or I guess mass-producing pieces is one of my pet peeves. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I do have a Facebook page, CAA Woodworking. I'd like to promote a little bit. There's postings on there, and some of my uh, artwork and boxes, and my grandson and stuff like that. So. You're welcome to look at that when you have a chance. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you very much, too, Lynette. This is Julia Noyes from the Noyes Art Gallery, and this has been Art Talk Live. I want to especially thank Lila Cho for her original violin composition that she did special for us. Tune in again. We'll be looking for you.